can just stand up with me as we worship God. There's a song in my heart that I believe we can sing together in worship. It says, I don't know if the choir wants to join us. It says, you are holy. Amen. Amen. And there is none like our God. Amen. Amen. And it is, it's only him that we desire. Amen. Let's take that song. I don't know if we know it, but let's, I'm sure we do. Let's take it together. And let's just indeed worship God. Because he alone deserves our worship. You are holy, holy, Lord, there is none like you. before him and we feel very close to him we feel very close to his throne is this indeed where we belong is this in this in his presence in his family is that indeed where we belong we have dedicated children to him this this day and our brother led us the beginning of this service to dedicate ourselves 
unto him. But the question indeed, do you belong to him? Have you given your life unto him? Why don't we search ourselves this day? Are you born again? Is your life new in Christ? Or are you just coming to church every Friday? This is the time to come unto the Lord. Our brother's testimony is very remarkable. And that's indeed the starting point. But before we begin to enjoy of his goodness and blessings, we need to first come unto him. So if you are here today, you just want to lift up your hands and say, God, I belong to you. Lift up your hand and say, God, I belong to you. Oh, it is in you that I have life. It is in you that I have existence. Without you, I am nothing. I am zero. I just use this time, O oh God, to dedicate my life unto you. I give my life unto you, O oh God. I give my life, my all. All that I am. All that I ever want to be, O oh God, I, I desire you. Father, I, I, I present your people before you today. This day, O oh God, as you see these hands lifted up unto you, consecrating and releasing themselves unto you, O oh God, I ask that you receive. Receive every soul that is genuinely lifted up unto you today, even into your house, O oh God, into your family. Let them begin to experience a new dimension of your grace, a new dimension of your favor, a new dimension of mercy, of promotion, of preservation, of preservation, of, of, of provision, O God, of deliverance, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we secure every life, O God, here in Christ. We secure that destiny in Christ, O God. That which you have written concerning everyone, O God. We receive it. We receive it, O God, this day. In the name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Our time is short as usual. <laughs> and um, yet we will quickly go through what the Lord wants to speak to us this day. Praise the Lord. I want you to quickly turn with me to the book of First Chronicles chapter 12. And because of time, we'll read very fast. Book of First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. And this was when we were accounting, when David was still struggling, he was trying to number those who are on his side, if you like. The Bible says in First Chronicles 12, chapter Verse 32. And of the children of Issachar. They were also numbered. And the Bible says concerning them. They were men. That had understanding. Of the times. And. He also said. To know. What Israel. Ought to do. Amen. The heads of them, there were how many? 200. 
just two hundred, their heads. And all their brethren were at their commandment. Amen. That's the King James Version. The New Living Translation puts it this way. It says, from the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. Amen? They knew the best course. I, lo- I love that translation. They say they knew the best course for Israel to take. Amen? In the book of Haggai, chapter 2, verse 6, the Bible says, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once, it is a little while, and I will do what? I will shake the heavens and the earth, and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, Say the Lord of hosts. Amen. In Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 7, the Bible says, Yea, the stock in heaven knoweth her appointed times. And the turtle and the crane and the swallow observe the time of their coming. But my people, my people, we, all of us here, my people know not the judgment of the Lord. Amen? So we see from these scriptures that the scripture tells us clearly that God is a God of what? Of timing. He's a God that does things in its time, right? That's what he says. But he identified that his children... Like he said of the sons of Issachar, of the children of Issachar, they need to understand the times. Amen? They need to understand the purpose and counsel of God. They need to understand what God is doing, both in their lives, first and foremost, personally, in their lives and in their surrounding. Amen? In their community. But today we're not going to so much talk about what is happening in our surrounding, we know very well what is happening. There's a lot of things happening around the world right now. But we're also going to see what is happening around us, for yourself personally. The Bible says in Psalm 102, you will do what? You will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show what? Favor. To show grace. To show favor to her. That appointed time for God to show favor upon you. When is that time? It is now. Amen? That is the word of God. It is not mine. To favor Zion is when? Is now. The set time is what is come. The set time to favor Zion as what has come. Amen. In Habakkuk chapter two verse three, the scripture. We, these are very familiar scriptures. I believe the Bible says, "For the vision is yet for what time? It's for an appointed time. 
It is for an appointed time. He said, but at the end, he shall speak and not what? Lie. Though he tarry, do what? Wait for it. Amen? The time of God's blessing sometimes may tarry. But the Bible says, though it tarries, we should do what? Wait for it. Because it will surely come. Amen? Amen? God has spoken concerning us this year. And what he said was that if we, this is the year of what? Of SSS, right? <laughs> of what? Selfless sacrificial service. That's the word of God. That's the word of God for us. He said we will serve him sacrificially and selflessly. Amen? And the promise that followed, what is it? He said, I will do what? And I will bless you. Let's look at it in Exodus. Exodus 23. Exodus 23, 25. It says, And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall do what? Bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will do what? I will fulfill. Amen? So that is the promise of God. That is the will of God. That is the purpose of God for us this year. Amen? But like the sons of Issachar, and like all the things we have read, we need to understand what God is doing in our lives as we walk with Him. We need to be sensitive to what He's saying unto us so that we can know what to do. Amen? Praise the Lord. The sons of Issachar, there were two things that the scripture says about them. Excuse me. What was the first one? The first part is that they understand the times. They understand the will of God and the timing of God. And they knew that God fulfills his promises when in his time. And they also knew that they ought to do certain things. Amen? To bring that fulfillment to pass. To bring that promise to fulfillment, if I put it in other words. They knew that they had to do, they knew what Israel ought to do to bring that promise to fulfillment. Amen? So our, our message today is indeed on two things. First, the fullness of time and the place of prayers. Praise the Lord. That's our message. The fullness of time and the place of prayer. What we ought to do. The first point. What are the features of God's timing? Of the fullness of God's timing? In Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, we saw what God said to the first family after they sinned. 
They were already in captivity by sin. And God said to to Adam and Eve in verse 15, what did he say? He says, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shall bruise his heel. That was God's first statement about his redemption plan for mankind, right? But we know that that did not happen immediately, right? But what happened in Galatians? In the book of Galatians chapter 4. In the book of Galatians chapter 4, Paul, writing to Galatians, said, in verse 4 of chapter 4, he says, But when... The fullness of the time was what? Was come. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law. That he, that we might receive what? The adoption. Praise the Lord. So that promise of God came to pass when? When did it come to pass? When did the promise of God come to pass? According to Galatians 4. When the fullness of time was come. Amen? When the fullness of time was come. In Genesis 21 verse 2. God had made a promise. To who? To Abraham. To Sarah. And the Bible says in verse, 20, in verse 1 from Genesis 21, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had done what? As he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare a son in his old age. At what? At the set time. At the set time of which God had spoken. Praise the Lord. And in Deuteronomy 11, Deuteronomy 11, chapter, verse 13, Deuteronomy 11, 13, And it shall come to pass, if you will hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. That's what we said already. That I will do what? Verse 14. That I will do what? I will give you the rain of your land in what? In its due season. The first rain and the latter rain. That thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thy oil. Amen? So we see that when God has made a promise... He will cause it to happen in his time. Amen? In his due season, the appointed time, God will cause it to happen. Amen? And in Psalm 1, 3, let's look at Psalm 1, verse 3. Very popular psalm. It says, Blessed is the man that does what? That is in the court of the Lord. 
that stays there. I walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. But verse 3 went on. It says, It shall be what? Like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit when? In his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So there is a season to bring forth. Amen? Because God has spoken it, and it will come to pass. Praise the Lord. That's how God works. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3, 1, there is a time and season for all things. Praise the Lord. And in Revelation, we are all looking forward to when he is going to come, isn't it? And some have been wondering, Jesus Christ is coming soon. But how soon? <laughs> this soon? How soon? It's been so long. And yet we say he's coming soon. Amen? The Bible says in Revelation 14, from verse 15, it says, And I looked, and behold, a white cloud. And upon the cloud, one sat like who? Unto the Son of Man. Having on his head a golden crown. And in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud. Trust in thy sickle and reap. For the time is come. Amen. For the time is come for thee to do what? To reap. For the harvest of the earth is what? Is ripe. Amen? So, God's timing for the harvest will happen in his time. This is a revelation. This, was, this, uh, this hasn't happened fully yet, right? But John saw this already and he's written it. So, we know it will happen. Amen? Praise the Lord. But there's a time for it. And what we're saying, indeed, is from the character of God and the evidence of scriptures, we see that God works with timings. Amen? But like the sons of Issachar, the children of Issachar, we need to understand his times. And to know what we ought to do. Amen? Praise the Lord. At the fullness of time, things happen. At its time, it cannot be stopped. At its time, it will happen. The purpose and will of God will come to manifestation in the time of God. That is settled by God. He has settled it. When he says, I will do it in my time, he will cause it to happen in his time. Amen? It may take long. And for some of us, we have been holding on to God's promise. And time is going. And we're beginning to wonder, and that's where the challenge is. We're beginning to wonder what is happening. Is it going to happen? And sometimes we begin to despair. We begin to get discouraged. Our brother spoke about discouragement and depression and delay. But we know that in God's time, it will cause it to come to pass. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. It might take time. Habakkuk 2.3 says, Though it tarries, what? Wait for it. Wait for it. It will come. And this year, 
The promise of God is to us is that we will serve him selflessly, sacrificially, and he will do what? He will cause us to bring forth. Amen? He will cause us to be fruitful in every way. Amen? Not just in our body, in every way. In our businesses, in our work, in our spiritual growth with him. In our work with him, we will be fruitful. Amen? That is the purpose of God. And we will not take any shortcuts. We will wait for him. Amen? You know, God made a promise to Sarah, but he, she, she took shortcuts, right? And we know it didn't work. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We will not take shortcuts. We will wait for it and we will receive it. Amen? But when, when, when is that time? We have already answered it, that it is now. But when? It is important to recognize that even well before that time, or while we are waiting, the book of Daniel, let's look at Daniel chapter 9. In the book of Daniel chapter 9, the Bible says in, in verse 1, In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, Ahasuerus, of the seed of the what? Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, who, Daniel, understood how? By the books, by the scriptures, by the purpose that God has written down, by the word of God. What? A number of years, whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, the prophet, that he will accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. Amen? How did Daniel understood the time? How? From the scriptures. By the word. Amen? By the word of God. By the word of God. The word of God is the express message of God to us. It's clear. And whatever the Lord has spoken in his word... We know that is his will and his purpose. Amen? So, if the Lord has said to you, this will happen. And we have said that, blessed is the man that's, that, do what, that delights in his word. And he sees in his word. The Bible says he will be like that man, like the, like the tree, by the rivers of water. Brings forth his fruit in the season. That is the word of God. Amen? That is the promise of God. And Daniel understood this. And he said, well, this is what God said concerning Israel, that this desolation, this captivity is not what? It's not forever. It will come to, a, to an end at a time, right? He understood that by the word of God. Amen? So whatever God has promised you, or whatever promises you can extract, and the Spirit of God minister into your spirit, that this is yours. You understand that this is yours. Amen? You will not allow history, experience, family, or whatever might be the issues, to begin to challenge that. You're not going to start doubting 
I'll say, maybe it is not for me. He says, none shall be what? Shall be barren in thy midst. That is the promise of God. And maybe you've been trusting God for one thing or the other. This year, we say, it's our year of outstanding what? Blessings. It, may be, it will be unprecedented. It may not have happened before. You might have passed the age. But the word of God says in his time, he will cause it to happen. Amen? Daniel understood by the books that this is the will of God for Israel. That they will not remain in captivity. Amen? And none of us will remain in captivity in Jesus' name. In the book of Isaiah 49, the Bible tells us that the lawful captive shall what? The lawful captive Let's look at verse 24. It says, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the captive, the lawful captive, be delivered? There might be a reason that the enemy has, or has told you concerning your situation to justify why you remain in captivity. The Bible says, The lawful captive shall what? Shall be delivered. Amen. Verse 25. But thus said the Lord. Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. And the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will do what? I will contend with him that contended with thee. And I will save thy children. Praise the Lord. That is the promise of God. The promises of God to us. When it comes. And when we hold on to him. In his time it will happen. And when it does, like our pastor was sharing uh, the other day when we were praying, it will be miraculous. And, and that's where the challenge is for us sometimes. It sounds incredible. We begin to say, can this happen? And he says, can the lawful captive be delivered? We begin to ask the same question. And sometimes the enemy says no. Sometimes, in fact, the enemy would certainly tell you no. It's not going to happen. It's too late. There is this and this and this and this and this. But if the Lord has spoken it in his word, we take it even as Daniel did. Amen? But you notice that Daniel did not wait. Daniel did not wait. By the time Daniel was understanding from the word, it was not yet exactly time. Praise the Lord. But he knew that the time was what? What did he know? He knew that the time was near. And that's where the, the spirit of the sons of Issachar comes in. The spirit of discernment. The spirit of knowledge. Understanding judgment and the, the purpose of God. God begins to speak to your heart. That the time of your favor is now. Amen? And sometimes the Lord will use his, his people. He will use his servants. Like we said in this year, our pastors said to us, this year, the promises of God is going to be outstanding blessings. Amen? This year, that is the word of God. So, if you have history, if you have anything that is long delayed, that is long overdue, this is the year of your favor in Jesus' name. That is the promise of God for us. And we know what we ought to do. Like the sons of Issachar, we know what we ought to do. And what is that that we ought to do? Let's go back to Daniel. 
What did Daniel do? The Bible says in verse 3, And I set my face unto the Lord God to, to do what? To seek. To seek. How? By prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Amen? We're not going to lie low and see the promise of God fizzle away from our hands. We're going to take it. We're going to take it confidently, boldly in faith. Knowing that the Lord who has promised it will cause it to happen in His time. Amen? We will receive the promise of God because we're going to seek the Lord by prayer and fasting. And this is the year of prayer. Like that's what we said as well, isn't it? This is the year of prayer. We're going to seek the Lord with our heart. In Jeremiah, the promise was made concerning Israel in Jeremiah 29, 11. That was the promise that Daniel was referring to. He said, for the prophecy... For thus said the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will do what? I will visit you. Irrespective of the years of your captivity, whatever might be the reason, the Bible says after the time has come, he will do what? He will visit you. Amen? That's what Daniel recalled. I said, this is your word. He said, I will visit you and perform my good word. Towards you, in causing you to return. Amen? In causing you to return. For I know the thoughts that I have towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. That which you are believing God for this year, the Lord says, I know those things. And I will cause them to come to you. Amen? I will visit you. Irrespective of the years of your captivity, I will visit you at my time. And we say this year is a time of his outstanding blessings. And you see, I have a testimony here. Time will not permit me. But recently, the Lord opened my eyes. And that's why this message came honestly. There was a promise that I've been holding on to God for. And honestly, over the, it's, it's been taking a few years. And over the time, I started saying, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not God's will, you know. Maybe, and especially if you begin to settle in it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But as we started going through this year, and God started opening my eyes, I said, God said, this is the year of my promise. Amen? And I believe God is saying the same to many here today. This is the year of His promise. This is the year of His favor. This is the year of His outstanding blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. But we're going to be like the sons of Issachar. We will not lie low. We're going to be like Daniel. We will not lie low. We will seek him. Amen? We will seek him in prayer, in fasting. We will seek him with all our heart. We will say, God, you have promised it, and you will cause it to happen. We stand on your word and we receive in Jesus' name. Luke 12. Let's look at Luke 12. He says we should seek the Lord, isn't it? Luke 12 says we should seek God first. His kingdom and His righteousness. Verse 31 says we should seek Him, His kingdom, 
He said, but rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall what? Shall be added. But look at 32. He said, fear not, little flock. It is the Father's good pleasure to do what? To give you the kingdom. That thing which God has promised you, it is his pleasure to make it to come to you. That is God's pleasure. So don't buy the deceit. Don't buy the message of the devil. Don't listen to him. Don't allow the enemy to cheat you. The time of his fullness will come. Amen? In Isaiah 66, Verse 7, it says, A voice of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, a voice of the Lord that rendered her company, before she, what? Travelled. Before she did what? Travelled. And we said, we defined travel two weeks ago as what? As what? As what? Labor. And if we take the example of Daniel, what is travail? Praying. Praying. But even it says before Zion did what travailed, what happened? Before she travailed, she did what? She brought forth. And verse 7, when verse 8 says to us, who had heard such a thing? Who have seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Dryon did what? Travelled. The first time, verse 7 says before. Verse 8 says as soon. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Before you even start praying, the Lord has settled your blessing in the supernatural. How many of us know that? That's what he said to us. It's already settled. But we need them. But then as soon as we travel, as soon as we go to him, as soon as we seek him, we hold his hands, then he does what? He releases. It comes to manifestation. Amen? It come, many of us have not gone to verse 8. That's the problem. Many of us stay. We're not, we're not, we, we don't go to God like... like, like like Daniel did. He said, this is the time. And he started seeking God in prayer. We need to take those things back to God and say, God, this is my time. Amen? This is my year and this is your word. I stand on it and I receive it in Jesus' name. As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth. Because the Bible, it went on, God went on to say, he said, shall I bring to birth and not cause to bring forth? Will God make a promise to you and sow the seed of faith and desire in your heart and not cause it to come to pass? Shall he? He said, no. The strength to bring forth, he will deliver. Amen? He will grant you the strength to bring forth. And as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth. We need to then beware. If things are not happening in their fullness of times for you, that is a time more to travel. Amen? But not the time to despair. Not the time to give up. Check your life. If things have not happened for you, don't accept the deceit of the enemy. Because it's been settled. But as soon as you travel, 
it will come to pass. Amen? As soon as we travel, as we hold on to God, we will, we will receive the birthing. But indeed, the birthing takes travel. Amen? The birthing takes travel. And we have to travel on our feet. We have to travel on our feet. So this morning, this afternoon, we're going to go to God. And I don't know what you have in your situation. Let's rise up. Our time is spent. Like the sons of Issachar, the children of Issachar, we know what we ought to be doing. We're going to call on to God now. We're going to say, God, this is the time of your promise. This is the time of your fullness. And if you want to come out, if you have any specific issue you want us to pray for, you can come out. We can come out. We take a few, a few minutes to pray together. The Bible says, as soon as Zion travelled, she brought forth. Let's come out. Let's come out. If you have anything you want us to pray for, let's come out. We need to deal with the repeated failures. We need to recognize that repeated failure or the devil hindering you from getting to the fullness. Yeah? We need to nip it now. We need to take that specific issue to God and say, God, I will get to my fullness in Jesus' name. I will get to my fullness. I will not allow this to happen again. We're going to to nip the situation right in the board. Samuel, we saw like the testimony of our brother was very remarkable. He preached this, this message actually. He said it, we asked God, we said, God, give us a son. And, and it's time he gave them the son. They desired it and they asked for it. What you ask for is what you get. Amen? What you ask for is what you get. Eli, Eli was told that God was going to deal with his family, was going to end a dynasty of priesthood. And Eli said, what? Let it be. Let the, God, let the Lord do as he cement right unto him. But if Eli had prayed, God would have caused... Because God's purpose was for his dynasty to last forever, right? But he terminated. So we're not going to allow that. Amen? So I want you to begin to talk to God right now. You may raise your hand if you want. If you have any specific thing you want us to, to pray about, you can come out. But if you have anything, just raise up your hand now and begin to speak to God. Begin to speak to God. Begin to speak to God that, God, this is the year of my fullness. Nothing will hinder me. I move into my fullness. I begin to prophesy that my fullness will come. The fullness of, of your blessing of your time is here for me this year. Esther did the same. Hezekiah did the same. The Bible says it is the Lord's pleasure to give us the kingdom. It is His pleasure to give us the kingdom. This year, we're going to also commit... That this year we will stand in the place of prayer like Daniel. We will stand in the place of prayer to seek God with all our hearts. We will not play hide and seek with Him. We will seek Him totally with our life. We will seek Him and give Him all our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, I present, O God, your people before you this afternoon. Even as your word has come unto us with sure promise, we receive it. We say, God, we will use these words. 
we will allow this word to bear fruit in our lives. And henceforth, we begin to do what we ought to do in the place of prayer, O God, in your presence. We will ex- ex- exhibit ourselves daily before you, O God, that you might examine us and begin to open our understanding to the things you are doing in our lives and in our community. That we will stand in the place of prayer to bring to birth what you have promised concerning us this year in the name of Jesus. Father, I release every pain, O God, every long-standing situation. I begin to pronounce your life upon them, O God, in the name of Jesus. Every darkness, O God, I pronounce your light upon it in the name of Jesus. Everything that you have not planted, O God, we root them out, O God, in the name of Jesus. Release your people unto the fullness of the liberty that is in Christ, O God, in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want you to say the last amen with assurance and confidence that the Lord indeed has answered you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Shall we give a very good clap offering to our Lord? Indeed, that is an acceptance of God's blessing. The time has come. We are in the fullness of His time. This is a year of favor. This is a year of blessing, the outstanding blessing. This is the year of outstanding blessings. Year of favor. Year of promises. Hallelujah. Let us thank Him. Dear Father, once again our hearts are filled with our love and gratitude unto you. Thank you, Lord, for your promises. You are the God of promise. Lord, we thank you for all the promises that is fulfilled in our life, in our family, in our church, concerning this world, concerning our life. And also, Lord, there are many more yet to come in these days of Father. And we also believe that they are near. Father, we thank you for the assurance that you given to us. Thank you, Lord, for the measure of faith to believe in your word. Dear Father, the time is coming that is very near, and we are going to receive it according to our heart's desire. Dear Father, we pray for each and every one of us who gather here. As we believe in your word, whatever it is, O oh Father, whether it is concerning our physical life, the spiritual life, or our family life, or the material need, whatever it is, we know for sure you are the provider. Everything is possible unto you. Yes, Lord, we believe in your word, O oh Father. Lord, my God, we pray. Thank you, Lord, for your servant whom you used. Lord, let your anointing be upon him in multiple portions. Use him mightily in the days to come. Lord, let your blessings be upon each and every one of us as well. We are not going to leave this place as we enter. We are going to leave this place carrying your word and your promises and expecting the great things that you are going to do in our lives, O Father. Help us to come together very soon and testify of your goodness, O Father. Once again, we pray for the victory service on Monday. Prepare our hearts. Prepare our lives, O Father. Lord, whatever is nearing us, help us to receive us. Receive them, O Father. Give us the attentive ears to hear your word 
And also Lord, help us to watch over the things which is going to happen around us so that we will know everything is from you alone, our Father. We pray that we will take us safely to our respective home. In Jesus' most exalted name, we offer this prayer. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Go in peace. May God bless you all.